Welcome to Parents' Rights Now, a production of Parents' Rights in Education, hosted by Suzanne Gallagher. PRE welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Join us by filling out the form on our website. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. Hey guys, today is Tuesday, the 14th of February. Thanks for joining me today. We're going to talk about elections and the role that your public school system may be playing This is a story that came across my desk uh, via The Federalist. It's written by David Craig, and uh, he's reporting on instead of uh, promoting academic achievement, schools are using resources to promote a get-out-the-vote scheme to benefit the left. Well, pretty much anything that comes out of your public school system today is geared toward benefiting the left, aren't they? They are involved in our school board elections. So this is basically telling us about what they do behind the, behind the scenes, what's going on in, Mil, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but also maybe going on in your own school district. We get involved in these school board races also. Today, Parents' Rights in Education endorsed, I think, six more candidates for school board in three different states. So we are making a difference, but we've got to be aware of what the other side is doing. So here's the story. In the Milwaukee public school system, fully one-third of students failed to complete high school. With such dismal numbers, one would expect the focus of Milwaukee public school leaders to be on education. Instead, they're focused on political power and elections. While this focus is ill-conceived and harmful, it's also very likely illegal. This week, Milwaukee radio show host Dan O'Donnell broke the story detailing how MPS officials are advancing a scheme to use taxpayer-funded resources to help left-wing groups conduct targeted voter registration efforts inside Milwaukee's public schools. Well, of course they are. They have a captured audience, don't they? Instead of using resources to promote academic achievement, Resources are being used to promote a get-out-the-vote scheme to benefit the left. While Milwaukee is the first city where this scheme has been uncovered, it certainly won't be the last. Amen to that. David Craig. According to the district records obtained by O'Donnell, MPS has ordered its, its administrators, these are the administrators in the school system, to, quote, generate a list of students who are 18 and who will be eligible to register and vote in the April 4th, 2023 election. Now, the election will decide the ideological balance of the state Supreme Court, likely affecting policies like school choice, voter ID requirements, right to work, government union collective bargaining, and many other issues. District staff members are also encouraged to connect with the League of Women Voters, a group long aligned with the left, we all know that, 
and to set up voter registration events to target Milwaukee students. Clearly, this effort is aimed at benefiting the left at the expense of taxpayers and student privacy. Now, that's the key right there, student privacy. And it very likely violates both federal and state student privacy laws. Of course, you've heard of FERPA. So Wisconsin law generally requires all students' records to be kept confidential. Now, that's according to state law. And most state laws do have that requirement, unless an exception to the law applies. One exception is for the disclosure of, quote, directory data, unquote. Now, in Wisconsin, the district may only disclose designated categories of directory data, and only if it has informed the parent or the guardian of a student in those designated categories and allowed them 14 days to provide the district with their disapproval of the release of their student's information. So guys, if you miss that 14-day window, um, they can pretty much do what they want, right? So they're really taking advantage, I believe, of um, the the natural distraction that parents have uh, just based on their lifestyle and other obligations. So MPS officials are ordering administrators to collect age and voter eligibility information, but neither age nor voter eligibility information is designated by the district as, quote, directory data. And as such, disclosing this private information would violate state law. As O'Donnell noted, the district may also be violating federal law, which is, of course, FERPA, the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act, which provides a similar framework to Wisconsin law, basing federal funding to schools on compliance. Nice. So they may lose federal funding if they're caught in the act, right? If a district wants to disclose directory data, FERPA, just like Wisconsin law, requires districts to give public notice of the information it has designated to be released. In other words, they can't take your kid's information and, you know, give it away or sell it. I don't know if they're selling it actually, but you get the point. So once again, that information um, that MPS plans to disclose goes beyond what MPS has designated as directory information, likely a violation of FERPA. So what's most concerning is that Milwaukee is prop whatever's going on in Milwaukee is probably going on elsewhere in states lacking good journalists like O'Donnell. So just like in 2020, it's more likely that left-leaning election groups have recently replicated this same voting scheme across the country. That's the point. It's a voting scheme. They're very tricky, the leftists, and, um, you know, they, they will utilize their resources, quote unquote, resources, which 
are the pup, which is the public school system. So Craig goes on to dis- to explain what's encouraging state and local agencies like MPS that have nothing to do with election administration to engage in this kind of unprecedented behavior. So what's encouraging state and local agencies like a public school system that have nothing to do with election administration to engage in this kind of unprecedented behavior? One answer is likely President Biden's executive order 14019, issuing the order in 2021. The administration directed federal agencies to partner with officials of state, local, and tribal governments to effectuate more voter participation. Wow, I hadn't heard about that. Again, that's President Biden's Executive Order 14019. Even worse, the order commands agencies to support approved third-party groups, such as the one MPS appears to be working directly with here, the League of Women Voters, to engage in voter registration efforts on agency premises. Is the Milwaukee public school scandal a result of the Biden executive order? Is the United States Department of Education involved? Unfortunately, the public won't know the answer to these important questions until groups like the Foundation for Government Accountability are able to force disclosure of the information through legal actions, like a lawsuit they filed last year. We demanded information from Biden's Department of Justice, which we will receive once the lawsuit has finished making its way through the legal process. Now, the thing about these lawsuits, you guys, is that they take a long time. And in the meantime, the law is being broken and they're winning more elections. This is so frustrating. The scandal at MPS is another example of how the cynicism of the left leads to the weaponization of government against the administration of fair elections. In a school district starving for responsible adult leadership and in dire need of better educational outcomes, it is astonishing that an opportunity for civic engagement is being used to sway an election for the left. Milwaukee Public Schools owes the people of Wisconsin answers. Fortunately, state legislators across the country, including those serving Wisconsin, possess important oversight tools they can use to shed light on the scheme and help to stop it. For the sake of families in Milwaukee and across the country, they must. So what can you do about this? If you have a friendly legislator, someone in the House of Representatives or the Senate in your state legislature, contact them. Send them a copy of this article. The link is in the show notes. And ask them if this is going on in your state. It's worth the time. Another approach would be to contact a local county political party, a friendly one, 
and ask them if they're working on voter integrity. This is absolutely a voter integrity issue. We've got minors' names and data being shared with with the League of Women Voters. And we need to demand to know if their personal information is being shared. This is Parents' Rights Now. Please check your show notes for links pertinent to this podcast. Please consider making a monthly contribution to Parents' Rights in Education. We need your help. We have big plans in mind. And because of a very generous one-time contribution of $25,000, we are challenging our listeners and our readers, all of our supporters, to match that. Gives $12 a month. If there were only 500 of you, that would tally up to $6,000 a month, almost tripling the $25,000 check we just received in one year. Be part of that club. We call it the 12 by 12 club. A link to our website is in the show notes or go to parentsrightsined.org. See you soon.